Welcome to the Bethel Church Austin Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this sermon by a special guest speaker. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone I long to worship. You alone are worthy of my praise. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone I long to worship. You alone are worthy of my praise. I feel like you're going to about to start hearing some of the most Incredible testimonies coming out of this place. People that, were, that had suicide notes written out, and they thought, I just need to go to Bethel, Austin, and they're going to get delivered and set free here. I feel like it's time to prepare. It's time to get ready. Time to get ready. The whole body's about to be activated. Come on. Because I will give you all my worship. I will give. You are my praise. You alone I long to worship. You alone are worthy of my praise. And I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone I long to worship. You alone are worthy of my praise. <laughs> just put your hand on the person next to you and just say this dangerous word more. More. More, God. <laughs> more. More, Lord. More, Holy Spirit, come. More, more. (laughs) The water level is rising, Bethel Austin. The water level is rising. It's about to be angelic visitations. You're going to be entertaining angels. Activity increasing. Visions and dreams. There's going to be people that are going to start having dreams, and then it's going to direct them here where they can step into Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for more. Thank you, God, for more. Yeah. Come on. Thank you, God, for more. God for more. Healing anointing. Healing emotional scars. Healing wounds. Nobody has to be alone. I think it's significant. Y'all are going on your 
beach vacation tomorrow together as a family. And uh, you're going to have opportunities to get vulnerable on this trip. And there's going to be a beauty that happens through your vulnerability. You're going to root out loneliness. Some things need to be cast out. Other things need to be crowded out. We're going to crowd out loneliness by getting vulnerable with the family of God and letting somebody see you and, and not being perfect. It's going to be awesome. Water level is rising. Water level is rising. Water level is rising. Come on. Reinhard Bonnke one time said, he said, if you, oftentimes in revival, there's a wave that crashes and it goes towards the shore and you have to, if you don't turn around and keep paddling back to catch the next wave, you're going to find yourself on dry sand. And I feel like as a body of Christ, we've been in a season where we're paddling, getting ready for the next wave and and, and some of you guys here, you've been paddling, but you feel like you've been out of breath. You feel like one of your arms don't work. But that's where you look to the person next to you, and you say, I'm having a tough time. And they say, no problem, I got you. This is the family of God. And then we swim back out together, and there's healing that's released in the moment. You can be joy. You can be full of joy again. Amen. The kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking, or it's not about looking perfect or doing all the right things. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. This is what it looks like, the rhythms of our hearts, things being made right, a bone being reset by what Jesus paid for, having a mindset that's, 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 that flows in the kingdom of God, that flows in, in, and Jesus paid for this. And peace is the result and joy overflows. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> yes, God. Let's sing this together. Here we go.
You know, we're going to have baptisms tonight. It's going to be amazing. I want to share with you something here. Beginning of quarantine, I felt like I was supposed to start reading John 3 and 4. I read it almost, almost every day for nearly a year. and The Lord just really burned some stuff in my heart. But John chapter 3, Jesus is having a historic conversation with Nicodemus. And you know, it's the classic part where you all, you all know he said, you must be born again to see the kingdom of God. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. And then he referenced one Old Testament passage, only one of all the Old Testament, that gave an illustration for what is happening when Jesus went to the cross. And in verse 14, he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. What happened to Moses? Moses and the Israelites were in the wilderness, and they were, you know, out there trying to survive, and they were living on a cloud by day and a fire by night, and manna would just appear in the morning, and they would eat that from that, and and one day, the Israelites, they sinned deeply against God, and they began to grumble and complain. And back in those times, immediate judgment was released because it was on that side of the cross. Thank you for the cross. How many of you guys are grateful for the cross? Well, immediate judgment was released, and fiery vi vipers, snakes, began to go through the camp, and they began to bite the people, and they began to die. And they cried out to Moses. Moses cries out to God and says, what do we do? And God spoke to Moses, and he said, craft a bronze snake. Hey, put it up on a pole, put it in the air, and all who look to the snake will be healed. All who look to the, to the, to the, the, the snake on the pole will be healed. In order to understand this, you really got to look at the book of Deuteronomy. It says that cursed is the man who is hung on a pole. He's cursed. Cursed is the man who's hung on a tree. Jesus is saying, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Why? Because he's saying the curse is going to be lifted up on the tree. Jesus is saying the curse of your sin will be lifted up on the tree. When you look to it, you'll see your porn addiction will be nailed to the cross. Your guilt nailed to the cross. Your anger problem nailed to the cross. The shame that separated you nailed to the cross. Your meth addiction nailed to the cross. Every curse in humanity gets nailed to the tree to the perfect Lamb of God who was slain for the sin of the world. Every curse gets put on him. He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's a gift. You can't earn your way into God's presence. You have to accept what he's done on the cross for us as the only way to the Father. So he took your sin. He, he took it there. He, he took it to the cross. He took it to the grave. He went down into the grave, and he buried your old nature there. You see, before you meet Jesus, we have something on the inside of us called a sin nature, which is what drives us, which is what consumes our lives in fear. And, and, and that sin nature is dominant in our lives. But when Jesus went to the cross, the curse of the sin nature of humankind was nailed to the tree. And when he died and he went down into the grave, he took your sin nature with you down into the grave and he buried it. He buried you. Everything you want to change about yourself has been buried in a grave after Calvary. You were put into that grave and then Jesus went into hell 
Tom Crandall's version, he went and slapped the enemy, gave him the worst headache ever, punched him in the face so mouth, he knocked all of his teeth out so he has no more bite, defeated him, he can't walk anymore. <laughs> Grabbed the keys of death, hell, and the grave, took back all authority on the planet that the devil stole from humanity, rose from the grave, triumphing over all principalities, all darkness, all lies. And then he looked at his disciples and he said, what's been on me is now on you. Tag, you're it. Go. He looks at you and I. See, many of us are raised in church with this mindset that, oh, I'm just a dirty sinner, or maybe you don't believe that anymore, but you're still rooting out those mindsets that you, you believe you're just going to do something wrong at any moment. Well, God doesn't look at you that way. You've been crucified. I am crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ now lives in me, and the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me. You see, you've got to go read Romans chapter 5 and Romans chapter 6 because it tells us that he who has received the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace will reign with Christ Jesus. Come on, do I got anybody here who's received the gift of righteousness? You are righteous. Why is the enemy so relentless about accusing you and making you feel like you can't do enough or, or it just getting into your thoughts and messing with you because he hates the righteousness of God that's on you? You see, the devil fights you from the outside in, not the inside out. Sin has been condemned. That old life was condemned, kicked out just like a meth house. Yellow tape put on it. Don't go in there anymore. It's gone. Amen. It's just gone. This is gone. This is stepping into the new man. The old man was crucified with Christ. And you're now alive with Christ. You've been resurrected with Christ. You're alive with him. Now you get to see yourself the way the Father sees you. And you can cry out, Abba! He's your daddy. Anything you have need of, you have access by grace at any time, but it's never something you can earn. It's always a gift. So we, live, we get to live in this love dance of, I have need. You have, my, you have all I need. You're the, you're the one that has all the grace, and I come to you. I'm going to be poor in spirit because then all of the kingdom is mine. And we can just come before the Father. This is the gospel. I'm a little possessed because the whole world needs to hear this message and see Jesus is the only way. It ain't your good works. It ain't your prayer life. It ain't, it ain't doing a whole bunch of stuff that's going to make you right with God. It is the gift of his grace that makes us right with him. The old man gets crucified with Christ. And then when you rise with Christ, it's now your nature, the nature of a saint to want to just love and please God. Now you just have the desire to just want to love and please God. Ah, oh, you're now a son you're a daughter. This is your new identity. This is who you are. And you don't discover your identity by focusing on your identity. You discover it by focusing on him. Because the more you gaze into the eyes of Jesus, into the, the eyes that have no ending and no beginning, you begin to see you've been made in his image and in his likeness. Right now, I break off the spirit of homosexuality that would try and make a person feel like you have been, you have, this is who you are. You were born this way. You're broken. You're used goods. It's a lie from the pit of hell. We nail it to the cross right now. It's not your future. It's not who you are. You are not your porn addiction. You are not a meth addict. You are not an angry person. All of these lies that the enemy tries to constantly remind you of your sin nature to just try and get you to go backwards. I'm telling you right now, it's time to remind him of his future. He will burn in a lake of fire. It's why he's relentless. It's time today 
to believe the gospel. Some of us were raised in church all of our lives, but we still don't even know what this means because we've not had permission to now to really understand and step into agreement that actually God believes the best about you because he paid for it to live inside of you. <laughs> Romans chapter 6 talks about this. You know, what, what, what if you mess up? You know, Romans 5 says, by, you know, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. You don't understand where I've been. It doesn't matter because you're living in a river. There's a river that flows. That's what's happening here tonight. It's not a classic sermon. It's a, the river's flowing. Let the river flow. Come on. Georgine Banoff says, let the bubbles flow. Turn on the jets, you know. The joy jacuzzi. We get so starchy and religious. Well, bless God, brother. Heaven's not like that. <laughs> Some of us have been in church all our lives. It's time for a fresh start. It's time for a new start. It's time for reset. It's time for joy again. Righteousness, peace, and joy. What good is it if we have the whole world, if we got money, if we got stuff, if we got buildings, if we got business, if we got all this stuff, but we don't have righteousness, peace, and joy? What good is it? What good is it if a man gains the whole world yet loses his own soul? Like, come on, we need... We need to step into what Jesus paid for. There's an invitation today. If you're hearing right now, man, I don't measure up. I fall short. I'm, I'm messed up. You're hearing the wrong thing. What God is rolling out for you right now is a red carpet. It's an invitation to step into a new life, a new life, to be born again. You might say, I, I was born again years ago. Yes, you can get born again again. It's time to get born again again until we begin, until we begin to bear the the, the Christ-like nature. What's Jesus after? He wants to see Christ in you, Christ in us, the hope of glory, Christ-likeness, amen. It doesn't happen any other way but through the cross. People today talk about kingdom, but I don't ever see the cross. I wonder if their kingdom is more humanism than it is kingdom because without the cross, there is no kingdom. Without the king, there is no kingdom. There's just a humanistic measuring stick of just, ah, don't get me going. Romans chapter 6, verse 11 says, reckon yourselves dead to sin. Dead to sin. What happens after you come to Christ? You die. Your old life is dead. This is dead. But I still have, a, I still have temptation, Tom. What's that mean? You got to renew your mind. It doesn't mean that's who you are. Your feelings are lying to you. You got to renew your mind. You step into the new. Amen. <laughs> you change your thoughts, you'll end up changing your feelings. It's the way it works. Your brain is powerful. It's why God constantly said, don't be transformed by the, don't, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Steve Backlund says, we get saved by believing in Jesus, but we get transformed by believing like Jesus. <laughs> so good. Oh, so there's an invitation here today. First, I want to say this. If you're here right now, and you know you're, you're locked you're locked in sin. You're locked in a lifestyle. You're locked in a lifestyle right now that feels like you're, you're powerless. You live with fear. You, you bandage your life. You medicate. There's oftentimes you, you do different things rather than drinking from his presence to try and just survive through the day. It's time to come out of darkness and step into the light and be born again. Amen. 
I don't know how it is in church. Oftentimes we, we come in here and you hear messages like that and you're like, bless God, brother. I'll do something about it when I get home. No, you won't. There's grace right here. The river is flowing. The river is flowing. There's only one, there's only one reason why God oftentimes rejects people, and it's pride. Don't let pride leave, make you leave the same way you walked into this place. Pride's the only thing that made demons out of angels, and that's not your destiny. Amen. So if you're here right now and you'd say, man, I, I need a new life. I need a new start. Look, you can't hide from other people anyways. Your wife already knows, all right? You might as well just own it and say, all right. <laughs> this is the gospel. It's time. Why would you waste another day? back was fractured and now she has no pain her um i i've been recovering from a back injury and i've just kind of been under the impression that i'm going to be if i'm going to be standing up for long periods of time it's just going to be constant pain and i came in here and as y'all were saying that there's healing in the room tonight i've just been believing for it and i didn't feel it immediately but asked to pray for me and just immediately like that pain in my back that constant pain is it's just gone so it was so it was it was hurting right before they prayed and then it went away when they prayed the whole time yeah and I came and sat down and when she was asking me what it was before I was it, I was like starting to feel myself move and I was like right now like it's it's nothing but it was like in a constant ache ate this whole day that's crazy so what could what couldn't you do before without pain i mean just standing just standing there was hurting me it's not hurting anymore yeah it's not hurting. come on give god praise huh so good everybody everybody go ahead and stand last thing i want to Last thing I want to say is this, you know, many of us, many of us gamble with a lot of things in life. You know, you can go to the poker table and gamble finances. You can take a big risk on a business and you can gamble that. You can gamble a lot of things, but why would you gamble with your soul? Why would you gamble with the most precious thing on earth, your soul? I want to tell you right now, if you're not right with God in this place, there is a window of time opening up right now in the spirit. It's time to get your heart right with the Lord. It's time. No more playing around. No more fidgeting with sin. No more messing with the old lifestyle. It's time to come to the cross. Steve Hill used to say it like this. Christianity is hanging around the cross. Living for Christ is getting on the cross and dying with Christ on the cross. Right now, if you're in a lifestyle, you'd say, man, I just need more. And there's no condemnation. Once you come to Christ, it's just like the condemnation goes to Christ. But we can't be religious and just think, oh, we'll be fine. No, man, now is the time. Now is the time. If you're in this place and you'd say, man, I need to get my, right, my life right with God. Right now, I want you to do something bold. With every eye looking around, who cares? Step out of your chair and come down here right now. We're going to baptize people. But right now, just come on. Come on. Anybody here who needs to get right with God, just wave your hand if you feel like, man, I've, 
I need to get my, my life right with the Lord. Anybody here? Come on. Come on. Just wave it up. Wave it up. Wave it up. Anybody here? Come on. Come on. Right here. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody here? Anybody else here? Wave your hand. Are we, are we online? Are people watching online right now? Online, if you're watching right now, just say in the chat. Say, I need Jesus in the chat, and somebody will pray with you. Right over here? Come on. Awesome, awesome. Come on up here, man. Come on up here, man. Yes, I love it. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Anybody else? It's a new day. It's a fresh start. It's a new day in Jesus. It's a new day in Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Sir, God's going to touch you. You're going to feel like a kid again. You're going to feel like a child again. I believe God's going to meet you. He's going to touch you. Everybody just extend your hands right here. And we're going to pray together. Are you ready? Everybody pray as a family. Say, Lord Jesus, I pray. I come just as I am, as a sinner. Forgive me, God. Wash me in your blood. Make me new from the inside out. I surrender my life, my past, my present, and my future. From this day forward, I am yours and you are mine. Come and live your life through me. In Jesus' name. Come on, come on, Jesus. Now, I just begin to pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Let the love of God, the love of God saturate in Jesus' name. The love of God, love of God. are going to start whenever Eddie's ready. It's 825. Um, it's 825. In five minutes, you need to go get your kids. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Man, God's healing people. People are getting saved. This is awesome. So I need to make an announcement. So this baptism we're doing right now is a spontaneous baptism. These guys were praying the other day, and, and Eddie just said the word baptism, and they just felt the power of God hit them. So this is a spontaneous baptism. They have a change of clothes out there. They have everything you need if you want to go and do this right now. You can just walk out there. You know, some of you guys, you didn't need to get saved, but you feel like you're stepping out of religion and into relationship. It's a great way to do it here. It's a prophetic. Baptism is a prophetic act of the cross, of dying to the old, stepping into the new, coming out of the watery grave with the old gone and the new here. And so it's a spontaneous baptism. 
So right back there, I'd encourage you to just go join him right now and uh, get baptized. Leave the old behind. It's a prophetic, it's a stake in the ground. It's a prophetic act of saying, the old is gone, the new is here. So we're going to keep worshiping here as people make their way back there. And then it's going to start here in just a few minutes as they get ready. party and they're going to have the baptisms on the screen the worship team's going to go into worship if you want to stay and you can celebrate the baptisms with us you can just be up here at the front worship go crazy every time someone gets dunked you can do that hang out in the presence if you want to go we bless you to go anytime you want to peel out we bless you tom's gonna tom's gonna give the, his book away real quick but we bless you tonight well, there it goes. He can, he can still talk about it. But if you're just going to hang out and talk, I just ask if you go out in the lobby. Otherwise, we're going to hang out here. We're going to celebrate these baptisms and keep worshiping Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.